I'm Andy Clapson, lead data scientist with Slice Insurance, and I'm here in Las Vegas after just having finished a panel discussion at Dig In Analytics and AI 2019. Uh, and so I'm here with my colleague and Canadian partner, Luke LaMadeleine. Hi there. Um, I'm Luke, and uh, I'm the Claims and Compliance Manager at Duo by Cooperators. And it's been a real pleasure to be here accompanying uh, Andy for this uh for this convention and for the uh, the panel discussion that we had this week. So we'll talk through a little bit of the relationship between Duo and Slice and how new product innovations come about. Uh, was a I want to start with this one. So I, I guess for me the, the the thing that jumped out from this convention and all the the panel discussions that were held is uh, that it became quite clear that uh, InsureTechs uh, to get uh, to be most profitable and to uh, make the most impact in the work that they do. It's really clear that they need to partner up with um, an insurance company to be able to to use their expertise um, and the anonymized data that that they possess uh, in terms of building um, excellent tools and platforms uh, to support the the business operation of insurance. And on the flip side, uh, that same uh, partnership is key for insurers to deal with uh, and collaborate with insurtechs. Uh, because uh, they bring a certain expertise that uh, we may not uh, possess ourselves. Uh, and um, we could certainly uh, go about trying to build that for ourselves, but uh, why not instead take, uh, take advantage of Intratex that have already built some of that infrastructure and uh, work together in, in a partnership instead. It was definitely all, all talk of partnering, very little, not really any going in alone here. Uh, and really interesting, it was a lot of, as, as Luke and I were discussing, uh, some major insurers represented here, but it was also really interesting because there was a lot of smaller and mid-sized insurers. So some really interesting conversations and uh, just with companies who are at a scale that uh, partnering is a must. Like they, these aren't things like uh, their new AI models and even just the scale of data aren't things that they have in-house. And uh, something else that uh, jumped out at me from this convention is that a lot of the uh, intratechs that uh, seem to be present here uh, did offer one or more uh, services or value adds, if you will, to the uh, insurance companies. Um, but uh, uh, I think that the collaboration that uh, that Dual by Cooperators has with Slice is an interesting one because it, um, it encompasses uh, a broad uh, width of uh, services um, that uh, that we provide to one another uh, in collaboration. And uh, so I, I think that that's definitely a, an edge that we have. Uh, in that partnership in, that we have in Canada. Mm -hmm. And so the subject of the panel was using AI and analytics to reinvent the customer experience. And so, yeah, why don't we talk a little bit about the, the current customer experience and insurance and where we, where we think it can go, how it can evolve. So with respect to the, uh, the customer experience, um, certainly my bent is, is more around uh, claims. Uh, in compliance, because uh, those are my uh, those are the, the areas where I'm more of a subject matter expert. But uh, having said that, the customer experience could also touch about, upon uh, underwriting and, and uh, sales counseling and support, uh, and obviously also claims. Um, so I guess uh, uh, from the the panel discussions uh, that we heard uh, over the last couple of days, mm -hmm. uh, there are certainly some tools that can be um, uh, built. Uh, using uh, AI and machine learning to um, sort of uh, simplify the, the customer journey, uh, both in terms of 
uh, educating a client on the products and services offered, uh, both in terms of also in terms of um, uh, underwriting the risk. And uh, finally, on, on the claim side, trying to make it as uh, seamless and, and painless as possible for the, the insurer to submit their, their first notice of loss to the insurer. Yeah, a lot of talk about uh, about personalization, about, cu- about improving the customer experience. It feels really like there's nowhere for the customer experience to go but up in insurance for most traditional products. Um, and yeah, like a lot of interesting thoughts around here today. Something that, that we spent a lot of time thinking about and working on is uh, where behavioral science meets data, meets insurance and customer experiences. And it's interesting, it seems like that's sort of like in the air these days too. There was multiple speakers here talking about it, uh, a lot of talk about nudging and really looking at the, the human touch point. So when someone is interacting with an insurance product at any point, but especially like Luke says at the claims, uh, at the claims point, uh, just how to like how to treat that person the right way. So just respect the fact that they're vulnerable, that they may need a different sort of information at a different time. And we saw some really interesting vendors and uh, technology solutions uh, around that area. So sort of helping, basically helping it, everything from letting somebody upload a picture of something and sort of having an AI algorithm make an intelligent estimate of what's going on, all the way to you know, devices uh, embedded in cars that are showing like real-time notification of when there's been an event or a crash or something like that. And um, as I as I consider some of the things that we've done so far uh, in uh, in our collaboration, uh, I think that I, I go back to thinking of the exercises that that we've had together on um, product ideation and uh, market research, and um, we we take the time to try to understand our the consumer who's trying to get a certain job done. And we're trying to find ways of empowering them to, to complete those tasks uh, using our, our uh, uh, you know, the development of, of products and services. And um, so we, uh, we try to understand the, the consumer and create these personas that we believe um, may be uh, accurately reflecting uh, the consumer uh, who has a specific job to be done. And, uh, and in uh, creating that persona profile, uh, we hope to better understand uh, the the behaviors of that potential client. So I think that that ties into the behavioral science piece a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, additionally, if I think of uh, what's been built thus far on the platform, um, I think of the focus that uh, we've collectively put on uh, honesty, uh, transparency, integrity. That's part of the FNOL process, but it's also part of the uh, the quoting and, and uh, sales process um, in that we are, um, we are advising the, the client that, that we are going to act with the highest of integrity and the utmost good faith in our dealings with them. And at the moment of an FNOL, we're asking them to uh, reciprocate and to, um, to show that same honesty, transparency and integrity. And, and I think that the FNOL process, as a specific example, is built to, uh, to sort of uh, put that at the customers um, uh, at the top of their mind mm. uh, in the submission of their FNOL. And that's, that's purposely been, been done and incorporated into the process to, to sort of um, nudge, if you will, or, or try to um, uh, influence a little bit the, the consumer behavior on the platform. And so I think that what you just said, Luke, was one of the major highlights from our fireside chat. So our focus on claims, focus on honesty, and just treating folks, treating, treating folks right. Um, I think one of the one of the other things that we talked about that I really liked and is a subject that's 
pretty near and dear to my heart as a data scientist is um, the machine learning, the modeling, the data side of things. So one of the things we shared was uh, the sharing between our two organizations. So when we talked about our uh, home share product in Canada uh, that Duo has launched, um, just we had a lot of really good back and forth uh, in terms of basically like how do we avoid asking questions that we don't need to ask. So. And the, our ideal flow, we ask, we basically get a, we get an email address from someone, uh, we get a location of the property that they're, that they're, the home that they're going to be sharing. And then we have models and data sources that flow from that. And we've had a lot of really interesting experimentation back and forth between Slice and Duo um, with different data sources, experimenting with external data sources, and even most exciting and most recently um, in ingesting some models built um, by Duo and cooperators and actually launching those and using those real time on our platform, which I think uh, definitely got some attention from the crowd and got some interesting questions after we'd finished the panel. Agreed. Um, at the end of the uh, our fireside chat, we ended up uh, receiving uh, two uh, poignant questions as it relates to this. And um, uh, in, in a nutshell, uh, the, the question was, um, uh, how do you how are you able to accurately uh, or fairly accurately underwrite a risk based on uh, simply the person's uh, address mm -hmm. to be insured? And uh, so it's uh, uh, the approach that we're taking is, is likely a very novel one for the industry. Um, but uh, essentially what we're trying to do is, is uh, improve that customer experience and, and look at, um, uh, at using algorithms and models to, uh, to make the best use of, of data. Uh, sometimes data that uh, uh, um, is uh, well known or common to the insurance mm -hmm. industry, but sometimes also use uh, data that uh, might not at first glance or at first blush be uh, be of use or effectively of use mm -hmm. uh, for us in underwriting a risk, but that we've been able to sort of integrate uh, to uh, to arrive at at fairly accurate replacement cost values for homes. And it feel it still feels uh, like we learned a lot. We like our session went well. We heard a lot of really good sessions here. Uh, this was this was qu quite a fantastic conference, and we had a lot of good one-on-one -on -one interactions with different people. Um, it really feels like Duo and Slice are at a very like a very interesting place and still uh, really ahead of the curve. So uh, I think there's a lot in the air about using data, about using AI. A lot of the other insure techs here were very focused on a particular a particular solution, which was very impressive from the demonstrations we've seen. Um, but I think it's still relatively rare to hear about InsurTechs partnering with like carriers and actually reinventing the entire insurance experience. Uh, so I think there's still something very special there that we're doing right now. Yeah, I would completely agree with that. And I would say that we're uh, certainly taking a, a holistic view at, um, at the business of insurance and uh, at trying to um, uh, meet and exceed uh, consumer expectations, especially as it relates to um, online digital uh, offerings of insurance products and services. Uh, so that you know the the digital experience and um, and offering specifically uh, episodic type products, products that are only needed um, on a on a short term uh, uh, basis, mm -hmm. and um, and additionally um, that. Uh, uh, you know, can be can be purchased as as they may require. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else that uh, that we learned that we thought was was really interesting here. As we talked a lot about claims, we talked about our sharing uh, in the home share context and sort of building products together. So, 
Um, <clears throat> what about, so I think in the way we use data for product development, so when we're, uh, when we're coming up, when we're having our hackathons, when we're coming up with, with brand new insurance products, uh, we did get some questions about that offline from individual people. Just sort of like if you are venturing into these brand new, um, like on-demand gig economy type areas, what data do you use? And in some cases, there just really isn't a lot. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, because we're dealing with emerging markets that um, where the consumer has maybe an ill-met or an unmet insurance need, uh, certainly um, we, we draw from whatever data sources we can. Um, but having said that, uh, a lot of what we are building right now, it may be a little speculative mm -hmm. <laughs> because uh, there's still very little uh, specific uh, data sets on uh, the emerging markets uh, where we're trying to uh, uh, offer insurance solutions for clients. Um, another thing that came out uh, for me um, uh, as being important to uh, the people who attended the convention, and, and certainly it's important uh, to us as well, is um, uh, how we use the data, how we collect the data, how we store the data, uh, what kind of uh, mechanisms do we have in place to make sure that that data is held securely, mm -hmm. um, that we have the, the proper uh, consents uh, from uh, clients to be uh, requesting information or using their information, uh, that whatever we're doing is uh, certainly in compliance with uh, privacy re regulations um, or other um, uh, regulations, whether they be provincial or, or national in nature. Um, uh, it's, it's really something that uh, I think everyone uh, knows is, is important. Um, those things are in place uh, in order to protect consumers, and we appreciate that, and we want to protect insurance, uh, insurers, uh, insurance rights as well. And uh, that's top of mind for us. Um, but it's, uh, it's how to apply that uh, in a digital setting where you're trying to streamline the customer experience. So that presents a bit of its, its own challenge, but I think it's something that we're, we're, um, we're tackling uh, mm -hmm. fairly successfully uh, together. Yeah, and there was definitely a strong thread running through a lot of the sessions about uh, it's important to use this data, it's important to use it ethically and inform customers of it. Um, but above all, it's important to like make it obvious the benefits. So when you're asking someone for data, especially if you're asking like personal questions or you are holding on to a lot of this data, just make it clear why you're asking it and show value for what you're doing. So not not this idea of just collecting data for data's sake, but actually like showing value to showing value to the customer or the potential customer. Um, another thing that was discussed over these last couple of days is the fact that uh, with um, with the possibility of using uh, data uh, and uh, algorithms, um, it, it, uh, it creates the opportunity for us to do any number of things. And in fact, there's so much potential for what can be done with it um, that we have to really take a step back and prioritize mm -hmm. where do we put where do we put our time, where do we where do we invest our money and uh, our work hours uh, to get the biggest bang for our buck, and uh, both for our own interest and obviously the interest of the insureds um, in, in an area where we could go in, in so many directions at the same time. So I think it's a struggle that, that all insurers and insure techs are, are likely facing right now, mm -hmm. just trying to prioritize where to, where to focus our efforts. It's like, overall, it's a pretty fun problem, problem to have. There's too many fun ideas, and, but uh, definitely figuring out which ones we want to we run down first. Um, 
Ah, things things went great. It was a it was a great chat and a great conference. I'm really glad we could be here to like to share some of this today. Yeah, I think it was a uh, uh, well worth uh, the time and investment to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that um, uh, it was uh, it was nice to see that um, I, I think our, our partnership, uh, uh, Slice and, and uh, Duo by Cooperators, is a, a real uh, healthy one uh, that we are both mutually uh, benefiting from um, and. Uh, uh, I enjoyed the panel discussions. Uh, it was uh, uh, heartwarming to know that other mm-hmm. intratechs and insurers are, are struggling with some, some of these same issues and, yeah. and trying to, to do their very best um, for, for their client base. So uh, it, was, it was certainly an interesting, an interesting time here in Vegas. That's fantastic. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to connect with either me or Luke on LinkedIn, for myself, at Andrew Clapson, and for Luke, at Luke LeMedlin.